You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Tuesday. Max, what's going on? I am very, very distraught and depressed. I don't know if you guys saw the the, the horrible, sad news. Panther, I, this might strike a chord with you, because you seem to be a kindred spirit here. Um, Bondike announced that they're getting rid of the Choco Taco. What? It's done. It's discontinued. It's, it's my favorite! It is amazing. It how how are they getting rid of that? It's they're disturbing. taking away part. They're taking away part of my childhood. It's insane. Arch, have you ever? Yes, I've had Choco Tacos. Pretty amazing. Oh yeah, it's great. I'm going to I'm going to Kroger to get a box. You got to. It's, you got to stock up because they're getting rid of them. So just like fucking uh, uh. have like a deep freeze like. I'm going to eat all my bacon today, and st- the, the fucking deep freeze is going to be stocked with Choco Tacos. Uh, yeah, I, I'm going to get some Choco Tacos, and I might watch some movies, because because of the D-Gents and the book club, they've got me on something that I really wasn't on. You know, I grew up in the 80s, you know, car- I'm a cartoon guy, Transformers, G.I. Joe. I just was not a huge Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle guy. But with some of the pictures of these cosplay girls that they're posting in the book club, I might have to visit some comic cons and then maybe get into this cosplay thing. They are Max. Max. <laughs> uh, first off, uh, first first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie, uh, gem, an absolute gem, so much fun. Um, I, I really loved. it. I was a huge Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles fan growing up as well. I had all the toys. I remember Christmases just opening up like boxes and boxes of TMNT toys. Um, just fucking in 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 heaven there. I watched the cartoon, uh, read the comic books, and so forth. Uh, it kind of faded out the, after the the fucking origin of the ooze or the second movie, whatever. Um, go ninja, go me. ninja, go! Yeah, yeah, yeah. With with uh, Vanilla Eyes out there, started to lose me a little bit there. But uh, no, huge fan of it. And and yeah, listen, I mean, there's a huge cosplay scene out there for for anything, right? I mean, the you know between Marvel DC characters. I mean, um, I've ne- I've never been to a traditional like one of the big comic cons i never i've never really wanted to um i don't know put myself in that situation so i say uh, uh <laughs> when, when i i used to podcast about you know movies and and you know um tv shows and stuff like that i got invited to the new york city one and it's just like eh, i can watch the i can look at the pictures afterwards i think arch feels it has the same sentiment it's just like you know i can i can look at the pictures afterwards there's no need to go <laughs> I've been to a couple comic cons, not anything huge, but 
but mostly mostly it's you're going there and you're going to buy bootleg shit that you know it, that you couldn't find like the halloween six right. producers right. cut for years was never actually officially released so you had to buy it on some 14th generation VG, vhs copy yeah <laughs> yeah like i've been to like a horror oh like uh, a comic-con or a horror like convention or something like that you know uh but never like again new york city has has comic-con and then san diego has got like the the massive comic-con i got a couple of big ones around me chicago has a big one and indianapolis has a decent one but uh never never went probably never would go unless like one of my kids said like hey dad let's go but um man but some of the the pictures that you've seen from the ones and some of the images that were shown in, in the book club last night like man not only do they they do a really great job at recreating a uh, animated figure but the girls are fucking hot <laughs> So if you were to dress as someone, like if you if you were going to go to one, you you were going to dress up. Who who would you dress as? God, you know, just to get all your guys' fucking side jokes out, I'd probably have to be like fucking R two D two or Yoda or uh, Danny DeVito as the penguin. Like, oh great! Oh my god, that'd be amazing. Willow's coming back. <laughs> Who's coming back? Willow. Willow. Yeah. Willow. Tyrion Lannister. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's gonna be a good uh, one. It. <laughs> they don't make a lot of superheroes or even to cater towards us short people, you know. <laughs> uh, I've, I've listen. I've, I've I've done my fair uh, for Halloween. I've I've you know again. I've, I've talked about how if I if I don't cut my hair regularly, it just gets fucking out of control. So I've been able to pull off the Wolverine, you know, with with the hair and the beard and stuff like that. Um, so I I probably go like yeah. I was thinking like now that the sides of my hair are getting kind of gray, like going as like Reed Richards or I guess the new uh, it would be Doctor Strange has the gray hair look in in, in the Marvel universe. Um, by the way, I did I I sat down and I watched the the Doctor Strange movie the, this weekend. Which one? The first one or oh, the second so the one? The new one. The new one. The yeah. new one. The new one with the with the office guy and there's his uh yeah Mister Fantastic. As, yeah uh, yeah yeah. So, so here here here's a quick review of it. Um, it was almost a good movie. <laughs> it was this almost, close it was it was i was it just shy of, of being a good movie um you can feel like the spirit of sam raimi in it like there's times where it's like i'm watching it and i'm having a blast because it's like man this is like he basically did evil dead for the for the for the marvel cinematic universe I, you know the, i mean the whole plot line of 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 the of the movie with the with the the haunted book of spells arch a haunted book of spells oh. is the plot line of it and 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 souls that that are flying around i mean it goes ramy at times but uh just falls short falls short of being a, a good movie but uh overall enjoyable I, I didn't hate it as much as uh i mean some of the other ones that are out there um but yeah um how about you arch would you uh if you, if you ever had to dress up what would you dress up as oh the coolest guy ever shatner oh that'd be great oh that'd be fantastic like captain kirk uh, yellow the, the the yellow uh the classic oh yeah classic the classic man. yeah man yeah, yeah. with yeah. the girdle and everything yes uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you uh, I, maybe, Arch, I, now that we've gone down this rabbit hole do you see that uh, shatner is is shatting all over the the new uh generations of uh star trek uh they're pretty bad and, they're pretty fucking horrible he is. He's like. He's like uh, Gene Roddenberry. Be fucking rolling over in his grave, right? <laughs> and this is a, Roddenberry was a piece of shit. And that's how bad these are. <laughs> oh man. 
All right. Well, hey, DJs, let us know what you uh, what you would dress up as as for uh, Comic Con if you were ever to go. Um, I guess uh, transitioning into you know we we watch a lot of these movies and shows and stuff on on streaming platforms. Disney Plus has all the Marvel stuff and so forth. Uh, we'll soon be watching, I guess, NFL on their own streaming platform because why not? Why 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 not? Um, everyone's got to get in this game. It was announced yesterday. It's NFL Plus for $4.99 a month. And I think you can upgrade that service and get a little bit more. It's only for iPads and and and, and tablets and, and phones, right? So it's not like a street you can't like you can't get the apps or whatever for any streaming services for you know television. Uh so this is this is their way of transitioning into the future. Uh so first off, I throw this out to you guys. Good idea? Good idea for the NFL to get get in, in this uh action, Panther? For the NFL, probably. For the viewers, the NFL fans who like to watch TV at home, probably not. Um, but for five dollars, if you've got you know an up to date Android or iPhone, and you can mirror to a a capable 4K TV or what have you, uh, and you can mirror to your TV, then I don't have a problem with it. I'm not watching a football game on a four inch screen or a 10 inch tablet. I'm just not, uh, I need to blown up on my 65 inch TV. So maybe, but it just feels like, Hey, I didn't think the NFL network was a great success. That kind of pissed me off. Cause I can't watch Thursday night football. I can't watch Monday night football. Cause it's on ESPN. Like they, if you're not a cable subscriber, or whatever, you can't watch that. So this is another Avenue going that way. But, um, for $5 a month, I can probably, I can swallow $5 a month to, to watch every Raider game if I want to, but from a, uh, under, you know, under finance, uh, you know, the, the lower income households that love their NFL, love their, uh, you're doing them a disservice here. And I, and I feel like they're going away from traditional TV. And I, I don't know if that for the fan base, that that's going to be a good thing. Well, the four ninety nine a month. In fact, there's no package that's going to allow you to watch Raider games. You uh, access oh, fuck, fuck it, them, it's local and primetime regular season and playoff games on their phone and tablets, or you can listen to the live audio broadcasts to all the games. Well, it don't make any sense. I already get the Colts games. Why would I pay for it? That's because you're being hamstrung by traditional media, <laughs> the, the cable companies. <laughs> No, I think it's 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 a move in the right direction. It's a move that needs to happen, right? They have to start getting their toes into this uh, into the streaming world because it's a dead medium. Cable is dead. It it's not out and out dead. I shouldn't say that. It's dying. Young people do not have cable. They're not paying for it. They're paying for Amazon. They're paying for Netflix, Disney, whatever, but they're not paying cable. Yeah, this, it's it's going to be a weird transitional phase, though, because, I mean, the, the fan base of the NFL right now um, is skewing older. They need to tap into that younger generation, mm -hmm. and it's it's a huge risk to, to make the complete shift into the the online, um, you know, the, the Amazons and the, the Apple TVs and stuff like that, which it seems like Amazon's got the, the got the leg up of getting the entire NFL Sunday package, right? I mean, they're basically going to, you know, push out NBC and CBS and Fox and all of them about uh, getting these games. And that could be, that could be huge, but it's, it's in a weird transition because yeah, you need to get the fans. And that's why I like this. I like this because most younger people don't give a fuck about watching anything on a TV. I, I, seriously, if it's on a tablet or on a phone, 
you're going to reach the younger generation. And that's what I'm saying. I think it's a risk for them to jump headfirst into their next deal with Amazon. I think they need, again, get the most money, of course, because that's what Roger Goodell is doing for the league. But I think that there needs to be a way to make sure that games are still on traditional TV for a while. Uh, and and then, uh, you know, continue to offer this because I do believe the younger fans, uh, they, uh, listen, uh, most like NBA fans are watching uh, games on their fucking phones. I spent a lot of the playoffs watching Celtics games on my phone, mostly because they they were at nighttime and I was trying to get my kid to bed. And I was like, yeah, reading books and then, you know, cursing under my breath while the you know, Celtics uh, fucking lost in the playoffs. But I digress. Uh, I'm I'm like. I don't know. I'm representative of the that like <laughs> that that period of time of where I'm kind of a millennial. I'm kind of not a millennial. You know, born in 1981, where it's like eh, I'm still kind of old, but I'm also not. You know, and for me, I'm fine watching games and stuff on my phone or tablet. Uh, sometimes I'm, I'm you know I, I multi-stream right. I watch something on the TV, like I have a game on the TV, and then I have like the Mets game on my phone, right? Just just to kind of like have multiple options there. Um, so I like this idea of the subscription service for, for this. I think they need to expand upon it. Uh, you know, the, the 4 dollars a month just for the local games. I guess, yeah. I think they need to expand upon that. And then, yeah, I think it's a huge risk of d- diving right into Amazon for their for their big Sunday Sunday package. I guess I'm to be just curious if they copy or they just make up their own thing. But, if you know, NBA has had their streaming service now for a while. Major League Baseball has theirs. Um, but they also offer a huge plethora of games, you know, 162 games in baseball, 82 games in uh, basketball. There's only 17 games plus playoffs in football. So it's not like you've, you got Thursday, you got Sunday, you got Monday. That's it. Um, so I, I, I just would be hard pressed for them to remove a lot of games initially, and maybe as this ten billion dollar contract that they have with the the multiple um, outlets that they have this contract they have right now, as that starts to dissipate and they and they you know structure themselves towards what they're going to do moving forward, I could see where this is probably the big one that that they go this direction. But for right now. Um, be interesting to see the direction it goes. I think they got to share, you know, with NBC and Fox and ESPN and all them. Uh, this is uh, specifically this is dealing with when the Direct TV contract expires at the end of this season. Oh, so, it's this season! Wow. Yeah. So Amazon, yeah. Apple, Google have all expressed interest in the package, with Apple con- considered to be the favorite to land course, a deal yeah. worth uh, two point five billion dollars annual annually. Wow, that's, that's a spicy meatball right there. Yeah, and as long as I'll follow the NFL wherever they go, like if they go to Amazon, Apple, I'll even buy a fucking stupid Apple TV if I have to. I'll follow them wherever they go just to keep that because the red zone is the greatest thing in the history yes. of mankind. Yes. yes, it is. It is. It's it's up there with bacon. It really is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, quick question right before the break. Uh, I guess, you know, for you specifically, Arch, you know, I, I joked or, or made references in the pre-show. Do you think Amazon has a chance to kind of like resell some of these games, right, to, to, to the broadcast uh, network? So, so maybe it's just like there is a handful of games, like three games each week nationally, just nationally. It's the same three games that people can get on a, on a regular TV channel. And of course, it's going to be like the Jets and the Jaguars. But, you know, they get three games uh, nationally. And then uh, if you want more, then you got to do the Amazon thing. And, and you know, maybe they kind of uh, sublet, sublet, sublease uh, fucking games. Do you see something like that working? I think that's actually a genius idea. Yes. Yeah, to 
to to sell games back to the networks like like it was like TV used to be. You know, the affiliates had to buy TV shows. I think that's a genius idea. Hell, maybe you can just sell like the you know the local game to the local stations. Like, oh man, <laughs> sell the Bears games to Chicago, sell the Chiefs Damn. games to Kansas City, Rams games to uh, you know to uh, L A. Yeah. yeah, 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 exactly, and uh, Charger games to Mexico City. <laughs> I love it. I love that. It seems like such a scam. It's a, you know, if, if someone's going to do that, it's probably going to be Jeff Bezos. So congrats, congrats on, on, on making even more money and flying to whatever planet you want to fly to. Hey, talking about making money. Can we try to make some money? Can we, can we, can we try to do this by selling DJ gear? Arch is the new shirt live. Did it get approved? Yeah, it looks like it. They're, they couldn't find anything offensive by this one. Great. We now have a hockey shirt, ladies and gentlemen. So if you are a hockey fan, you can go to AbsoluteDegeneracy.com, click on the little DGEN shop icon, and go there and buy the Hockey DGEN shirt. Yes, it's it's much in the, the vein of the baseball and the basketball DGEN, the very 70s graphics. Um, uh, probably a graphic design before most of you have been born, but that's okay. We're okay with that. We're fine with that because I think you'll like the retro look. Or if you don't like the retro look, you can get plenty of things. The Boston Chokers, the, the, the Bubble Champs, anything you want. In fact, as long as you buy our gear, you help us keep the lights on around here and you go full degen. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes. So doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. I'm wearing a Boston Choker shirt right now. Oh, you fucker. Hey, You're did you know the Celtics are plus 250 now to get KD? Uh, you got a lot of value on that one. What would you get? Plus 1600? Yeah, uh, let's see. Open bets. Open bets. Uh, plus 1600. Jesus fucking Christ. Listen, I, I will tell you right here. This is going to be the final statement about where KD plays next year. And Panther, I think you're going to agree. 
there's only one team that KD is going to be playing for next year, if, if if he plays at all, and that's the Brooklyn Nets. Completely he's not, agree. He, he's he's not being traded. He's not like like he's not being traded. He's got four years left on his deal. He's he's what 33, 34 years old, and they're asking for way too much. I'm telling you, if you're turning down what the Celtics offered in Jalen Brown, Derek White, and a first round pick and 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 a couple of uh, uh, pick swaps. I don't, I don't, I like, I mean, I know Kyle, listen, you think that the Sixers have a better deal on the table and uh, maybe it's maybe if they, if they throw in like six draft, I don't know. I just, uh, Jalen Brown is an absolute fucking up and coming star in this league. He's goddamn amazing. You're, you're telling me that if you, if you're seeing a list of players that you would trade Kevin Durant for, I, how is Jalen Brown not in, in that fucking top 10 of, of players that are available that, that teams would trade? Right. Because there's just plays like, I mean, you tell me I'm going to trade Giannis or I'm going to trade you Luca. Fine. OK, I get it. But teams aren't going to fucking do that, which brings me to the point is the Celtics shouldn't fucking do this. I get it that Jalen only got two fucking two more years on his fucking deal. I get that. But uh, why? Why would you do this if you got to gut your team? Because I, I'm, I'm telling you, Derek White and Jalen Brown, I think is, is going to get you farther than than a KD would. You know, I'm. Just my opinion on it. KD's a, a, you know, a, a very good player. He's the offense. If they had him in the finals, maybe they do win it because he's he provides that extra offense. But I like what they did in the pre uh, preseason. Uh, you know, uh, they 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 got Brogdon. I think that's going to be a nice addition. They they got Gallinari. That's going to be a nice addition. I think that there's other players that they can probably get. You know, once players start getting cut, I mean, who knows? Who knows who's going to be available at some point? So I don't know. I. Congrats, Arch. You know, maybe you cash, but my my gut feeling is that the Nets just keep KD because they're fucking idiots and they they they're gonna ask the moon and no one's gonna want to gut their team. What's the point? What's the point of fucking gutting your team to get KD? What what is the goddamn point? There and your future. None. And your That's future. Like, right. There's no fucking point. No one's gonna do no, it. No. Well, I said a month ago, I thought I thought Brooklyn is the only place he could play. They're asking too much. And honestly, I think the Celtics right now, as they are constructed, are the best team in the East. And if you give me KD and take away all those assets, mm -mm. Uh, fourth or fifth, maybe. I don't like them. Ooh. I don't like them at all. All right. Baseball. Got me riled up. Thanks. Um, you know what else is going to get me riled up? I have not had the best of success betting on the Miami Marlins this season. Oof. I would wager, uh, maybe we can do a survey or a poll or something like that. I would wager that most bettors have uh, had, had had their share of issues with this team as well. Would you guys believe, and I was very disappointed by this percentage because we were 1% off, 68% of their losses have come from one run. I believe it. Astronomical. 68 fucking percent of their losses by one run. Now, listen, their pitching continues to be their strength. But when you rank 21st in batting average, 24th in run score, it's just not going to be enough to be a playoff team unless, you know, you're the Seattle Mariners or the Tampa Bay Rays who have comparable batting averages and, and you know, runs scored. But I digress. I'm talking about the Marlins here and how much I fucking hate them. Uh, their offense and their pitching just didn't show up yesterday. <laughs> What was that score? It was 11 nothing? Oh, something, something like that. that. It was horrible. 11-2. Um, I think today's going to be a bounce-back game. They got Pablo Lopez on the mound. Uh, Lopez, if you rewind to the beginning of the season, was absolutely unhittable in April. Uh, very good in May. 
and then just had a really dreadful June. It looks like he's starting to come back. His last outing was one of his worst of the season, but overall in July, he's had a much better July than he did June. Mm-hmm. And he's taking on a three and 11 Hunter Green today. So I, I have hope. I am praying that Lopez can get his win today. I know I swore off betting the Marlins a couple weeks ago, and by tomorrow, I'll probably be swearing them off again. But today, $10 bet on Miami. Yeah, Hunter Green has been pitching better as of late. You know, just a reminder as we talk about him every time when he pitches, the guy can hit triple digits anytime he wants. He could throw an entire game and hit over 100. Um, So the problem is he just doesn't miss a lot of bats, right? He throws it right down the heart of the plate. But against the Marlins, who just – don't have the offense, I don't know if it matters. They just can't generate enough runs. I like the Reds' offense more than I like Pablo Lopez. Uh, so a lean game I'm not on, but a lean on the Cincinnati Reds. Yeah, lean on the Reds here too, just because fuck the Marlins. Fuck them. <laughs> I don't like betting It only took all. 90 games. <laughs> well, you know, they've actually normalized a bit because they're, they're, um, you know, their offense isn't great, but their pitching is not that – I'm not going to stand up and say their pitching is that great either. 18th for runs allowed. Yeah, it, it, it's dropped off. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. they've actually normalized now. So they're pretty much there. You'd expect a team playing this shitty to be 46 and 50. Yeah, but again, 68% of their losses by one run. Oh, yeah. They just have no, they cannot win those one run games. Uh, last one up for me. Let's talk uh, Anaheim, Kansas City. Uh, Royals have not won four games in a row all season. And here's hoping that they can break that trend today. Because they have won three in a row and they're going to put 22 year old uh, Angel Zerpa on the mound today. He's going to get the start because both Daniel Lynch and Jonathan Heasley are on the IL. Uh, Arch, did you see Zerpa's last uh, start? It was a couple weeks ago. Yeah, pretty fucking good. He did pretty good. He, he, he fucking uh, uh, pitched a solid five innings, uh, only gave up one earned run. So he, he looked really sharp there. And, and now he's looking to have a strong performance against a just an, an absolutely terrible Angels team and an Angels team that is uh, either f- going to be more awful today, too, because Mike Trout, once again, he's out injured list. Uh, Otani, you see, you see he, he got a little banged up yesterday. He's listed as day to day. Angels going to put. Jose Suarez on the mound. He's given up 12 earned runs combined over his last three starts. He failed to get to the fifth inning in each of those games. Uh, Casey, of course, blanked the Angels 7-0 yesterday, so I think there's value in them doing it, getting their fourth win in a (laughs) row for the first time all year. $10 bet on the Royals. Who would have ever thought just, you know, a couple months ago that we put the the angels down there with like the A's and the tigers and the teams that you could just easily fade and even against a team like the Royals. But here we are, there's nothing to like about this team. You know, Syndergaard looked like shit yesterday. Zach Greinke looked like a damn Cy Young award winner uh, yesterday, five strikeouts and five innings. This young Royal team is starting to see these young kids play to the potential that I think they had hoped they would play. They've only given up what three runs, two runs, two runs. Who were like their pitching's been pretty good the last four games since the uh, All Star break. So I agree with you. I think the Royals are the play. I just can't bet the Royals here. So I'll lean on Kansas City. Oof, we narrowly missed a kiss of death. Thank God. I'm taking the Royals today, too. The Angels are so bad. Just so bad. They're reeling. And the Royals are playing a little bit better. They're still not a good team by any stretch of the imagination. 
maybe they're all angry at wit and that's just making them win now. So uh, 13 bucks on the Kansas City Royals. Yeah, you know, the, uh, real quick, uh, the Royals have, have a lot to play for right now because they've been injecting a lot of their younger players into the lineup now, and we're starting to see some of their, their you know, uh, prospects coming into the league. Uh, and you, you can't afford for them to bomb. <laughs> you know, no. I mean, in, in many ways, it's like, man, it's like if these guys go out there and they suck, then the future of the Royals is completely fucked for a decade. So you got to start seeing some of these young guys like performing. And I, I, I actually like them moving forward this season if, if they get some of those younger guys out there and make some trades and, and deal some of those older guys. So we'll, we'll see. Uh, that's it for me, Panther. What else you got? Yeah, and and they're doing themselves a favor because Biennetendi's like the fifth fifth leader in batting average, and Grinky pitched a gem with the uh, deadline coming up next week. They might be able to trade trade those guys. I've got four more games. I'm going to double dip. I probably shouldn't be doing this, but damn it, if I don't like the odds here, Pittsburgh is at the Cubbies again. Only flipping game I won yesterday was that, that damn Cubs game. But I like the pitching matchup again. Keegan Thompson, but what a great gem of a find for the Cubbies. Going against Bryce Wilson, who's not pitching well at all. Just a 6.52 ERA. Pirates still struggled, you know, to generate runs. And look at the Cubs. Undefeated since we got back from the All-Star break. Like the way they're playing, particularly at home. Got to eat some chalk. So I'm actually going to lay $20. On the Chicago Cubs. Unbelievable. You know, um, this game is, I'd say, a little bit volatile. I think you can still get the minus 175 right now, but most books are dropping this down to, you know, some books have it minus 190. Um, mm-hmm. It was just a little a little too much for me. I'm I'm totally in agreement here. The Cubs should win this one. I like the Cubs, uh, way, the way that they're playing. I just, I could not eat that chalk on them. So uh, a lean moral support on the Cubbies. Yeah. Lean in the Cubs here too. Just a little too much chalk to eat. Uh, minus 175. That's a, That's a little high. That's a little high. Let's try this one. No chalk here. Bronx Bombers going to go across the river, across the street. I don't even know where they are in location, but they got to take on Max's team that he won't bet on. The Mets going to throw Tawan Walker out there. He's, the guy's just not getting enough love. 2.55 ERA. He has been a godsend for rotation that's been a little bit, uh, not unstable, but, you know, with DeGrom being out the vast majority of the whole season, Scherzer's out, Scherzer's out for a little bit. Uh, Dewan Walker's really stabilized that rotation. Going to go against Jordan Montgomery. I think the pitching edge goes to the Mets here. And, look, I think the Yankees have regressed. I think they've, there's just a little bit of chinks in the armor here, and particularly with their pitching. The Mets got a chance here at home to get this one. I like the Mets, so give me $13 on the nine Mets squadron. Yeah, neither team playing their best baseball right now, right? I mean, the, the, the Mets struggled in their series against the Padres. Uh, they, you know, they, they, uh, um, they closed out that series uh, with a loss to the Cubs where they probably should have ended up sweeping the Cubs. So, you know, uh, ne- neither team like playing great. Uh, Yankees, of course, been on the road for it seems like since the All-Star break, <laughs> you know, since right before the All-Star break. Uh, so they continue in a road trip, but not really a you know, road game. Right. I mean, I've, I've been to I've been to these Subway Series games and, and the Yankees fans flood uh, City Field. So I think they'll have uh, plenty of fans and tens there. Uh, I, I like the, the pitching matchup uh, on the side of the Mets. I just I like the Yankees a hair bit more to get the win today. Uh, so a lean on the New York Yankees. Yes, I'm leaning the Yankees here too, but I'm not betting this game. The, this is so close, so so close. So just just a lean on the Yankees. I think you just walk Aaron Judge, and the rest of the Yankees are beatable. 
Yeah, like Aaron Judge is carrying this team right now. Uh, St- Stanton looks like he he's just exhausted out there. Like fucking uh, that that fat fuck for the Mets Vogelbach looks in better shape than Stanton at this moment. <laughs> Joey Gallo can't hit the broad side of a barn. Uh, next game up for me, Houston is in Oakland. I didn't bet it yesterday because it was so damn chalky, and it's probably a good thing I didn't because the fucking A's won that game. Anybody, any of you DJs, were you on that plus line? I was not, and I'm not today. Luis Garcia taking the mound, going against Frankie Montas. Pretty decent pitching matchup. So if I got an even pitching matchup, I got to like the Astros hitting here, right? Jordan Alvarez is playing. Everybody's healthy. So a little bit, I don't want to say it's chalky. It's the fucking Astros against the A's, but I do have to eat a little chalk. So let's put $17 on the Astros. By a little bit of chalk, what, what line do you have, Panther? I had minus 170. Okay. Um, I'll give you minus 162. Oh, well, let's bump it down yeah. to $16. Yes, yes. <laughs> D- down from minus 182. Yeah. Uh, Vegas hates me. <laughs> uh, all, of the, all of the money, uh, like, uh, barely single-digit money on the ath- athletics right now. All of the money is hitting the Astros, and that line has gotten better for them. That's enough to kind of freak me out. I think the Astros should win this one, absolutely. Uh, a lean with Houston, uh, but uh, I give you the heebie-jeebies in this one. Yeah, I'm leaning Houston with you as well. But just a little too much chalk. A little too much chalk this early in the morning. One more game for me. I haven't taken a shot in the dark in a while because I usually don't pan out. Kind of pissed that I didn't do this yesterday. We'll see if we can hit it twice in a row. But Washington is in L.A. taking on the Dodgers. The Nats got yesterday's game, but uh, might I be just a little drunk to think they can do it again? Josiah Gray has actually been pretty good on the road. The Nats are pretty good on the road. And, you know, Mitch White can be hit. He had a really good game his last time out, so maybe he doesn't pitch as well this time. At plus 210, there's enough value there to warrant taking a shot on Washington. So give me $10 on the Nats. I surprisingly really like that play, Panther. Like I'm, I'm totally in agreement here. I think that there's value on the Nats to get another one here. Uh, they they t- tend to play the Dodgers uh, pretty pretty tightly uh, this season. And man, the Dodgers, you got to remember that was a team that they got swept by the fucking Pirates at one point this year. <laughs> this is a team that goes through uh, you know a little bit of a lull here. So yeah, moral support here. I, I like that Washington's play. I'm going to lean the Dodgers here. I, I think they can probably bounce back, but it's too chalky to, to actually bet it. So I, I'm just leaning that way. All right. That's all I've got. All right, we are going back up to the top of the board. We're going to hit this one again. I still think there's a little bit of value here as Cleveland is still in Boston and they're plus 130 against the Red Stockings. I still like Fuck Cleveland. Tricks. I'm going to do it again. 13 bucks on the Guardians. Yeah, moral support here. I, I like the Cleveland uh, play, but just just not enough to bet it. So, yeah, a lean on the Guardians. I probably should be on them since they shit the bed yesterday on me. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's one of those vices that I have. When I, when I take a beating like that, like I did yesterday, I just kind of bail on them. So I'll lean Cleveland. No Padres action today, huh? No, fuck those Padres. <laughs> <laughs> Last one for me. The Giants are playing the Diamondbacks, and this one has turned into a bet for me i i'm going the opposite way vegas disagrees on the diamondbacks so hard it makes them so enticing at plus 165 against the giants who what are they in their last what are they like 18 and 19 or what are they uh giants are 11 and 19 sorry in their last few games so they can lose to anybody anytime 13 bucks on the diamondbacks 
Yeah, I mean, you're totally right. I have the Giants winning this game, but nowhere any anywhere close uh, to to triggering a bet. Uh, I'll lean the Giants here for the win, but yeah, with that plus one sixty five, I think you're right. I think the implied probability is swinging in your direction. I probably would have bet the Diamondbacks here, except they just won yesterday, and that kind of spooked me. Uh, Giants haven't won since they got back from the All-Star break. I swept by the Dodgers and then lost to the D-backs yesterday, so they are not playing very good baseball right now. A lean on the Diamondbacks. All right, that's all I had to talk about. Iceberg says, I'm going to take the Rangers again, plus one and a half. Uh, who, who's that pitching matchup? It's a uh, Dane Dunning, right? Uh, he Dunning, sucks. yeah, he sucks so badly. Uh, I don't know. I think Dun- Dunning uh, is probably going to give up, uh, you know, three or four runs right there, right? I mean, I, I don't know. I probably lean the Mariners. It's it's too chalky though. Uh, it's too chalky for me to bet the Mariners, but Dun- Dunning's just not good. That's kind of what I was thinking. Like, how do you lay that much chalk and it's not Logan Gilbert or you know Robbie Ray? So. Um, I actually, I'd probably lean in the Rangers here. I think the value is on Texas. All right. Iceberg also says, I like the Mets. Uh, line favors the Yankees, though. Take the over in the Mets game. I don't know. Uh, I mean, it's in City Field. Uh, yeah, it's not, not a lot a of offense. You know, yeah, I I don't know about the over there. I think uh, Taiwan Walker is probably going to have a pretty solid game. And Mon- Montgomery, I-, I could see this being a, you know, a 2-1 game heading into the seventh. So I'd probably shade the under. Well, obviously, I took the Mets. But, uh, yeah, I'm looking at the under here, too. Unless the bullpens get toxic, I think this is more like a 3-2, 4-2 kind of game. All right. Iceberg also says Houston. He's kind of thinking Houston. But he's only going to bet Texas plus the one and a half. Uh, San Francisco should win. But that line's just too hard. Way too hard. Nope. Yep. All right, what did we talk about today? We talked about the NFL streaming service. We got Max convincing himself that Boston should not pick up KD. Mm-mm. And we talked about baseball. That's it. That is it. Let us know what you think about our picture picks. Anyways, picks over on Twitter at Betting Absolute. No matter where you listen to that, please. Highest rank, comment, subscribe, download this every single episode. Panther, take us home. Oh, God, what am I going to do to you? T- you know, my, my pick was the good one yesterday in, in, in the... the- the parlay so um the only one <laughs> i'm i'm gonna go with the royals and city royals today beating the fucking shitty ass and i'm angels i like that pick arch what do you got cleveland cleveland i don't hate that pick either uh i'm gonna go with my double dip here let's try the cubbies again they were the only one that i hit yesterday see if they can do it again so we got the royals the gardenians and the Cubs. Jesus Christ, that sounds horrible. It's, it's, it's just like we just looked in the middle of the United States and just fucking threw darts. And, and those are the fucking teams that we pick right there. Yeah, two of them are horrible. Uh, yeah, that'll be your DJ and parlay. But um, yeah, we're hanging out on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We are in Discord. We are the book club. You guys got to get in there and shoot the shit with us. We're having a good time posting Cosby pictures and, and all kinds of shit going on. Uh, all kinds of bets. I think, Arch, you already posted your CSGO for this morning. Um, so, yeah, get in there, shoot the shit with us, call us out by name. We will holler right back. But most importantly, let us know what you did yesterday, what you're going to do today. And when it's all said and done, kids, it's all make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents.
For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.